Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com and I wanted to first, before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you that I write books and you can buy these books from my website at dadstartingover.com books. You can download them immediately from my website in PDF format or an MP3 format or you can also buy them directly from retailers such as Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and even the audio from Audible. So thank you so much again for listening, and now on to our episode. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com, and today we're going to talk about a very common scenario on the uh, discussion forums online. Specifically, I'm going to talk about my forums on the, on the Facebook groups. We have a public group for those that don't know on Facebook that you can find by doing a search for Dad Starting Over. And then within that, there is a private group for men only. Um, you need to basically apply or be invited, and then you can join the group, and no one outside of the group can see what you post. So that's where the, the meat of our discussion takes place is within that private group. And invariably, after so many stories of women stealing children, cheating wives, physical and verbal abuse, cost of divorce, dead bedrooms, narcissistic ex-wives, and so forth, eventually you're going to see a post that says something along the lines of, um, are all women like this? And then that will invariably break out the chorus of broken men who chime in with, yes, of course they are, they're all like this, they're all sluts, they're all whores. Um, you'll even have guys that bring up MGTOW, M-G-T-O-W, but not to get on too much of a... Uh, a digression here, but MGTOW stands for men going their own way. I've written about it on the website. There's a, uh, a loosely organized group of men who have decided that the trouble of getting into a relationship and dating and so forth with women just isn't worth it. So they leave that relationship romance-seeking world and they go their own way. So a lot of men like to preach that as this is the be-all and end-all of living as a male in today's day and age. And Basically, all of these comments that are made can be summed up as all of these women are the same. And I get it. I really do. And I went through that phase myself. And I think it's perfectly natural, to be honest with you. So what you're seeing in these posts is 
a very real and very predictable emotional response. And it's nothing, you're not exaggerating to say that these men had their entire worldview flipped upside down. And it's as dramatic as if I were to tell you that all of us are living within a giant computer simulation that's being run by aliens. It's that much of a, excuse my language, it's that much of a mindfuck to these guys. Because everything that they thought was true was false. And then they're left with just chaos. Nothing makes sense anymore. And they're left with their sadness and their depression, which then becomes extreme anger, confusion. You know, what do I do now is what they're saying to themselves. Because everything that they've done to this point has been a lie. So what exactly is going on here? I think that this is just a manifestation of a very common scenario that I like to call putting women on a pedestal. Men, especially those that don't have much experience with women, like to put the women in their lives on a better-than-us level. So they like to look up to women as this beacon of a moral superiority, of a softer, kinder, more empathetic, more thoughtful way of seeing the world. That's what they apply to women. So a man who sees, for example, after being with his wife for 20 some odd years and has they have three kids and everything else, if he, he starts seeing evidence of wrongdoing, you know, the common things like his wife starts uh, staying out late. Um, she's at the office way more. She's dressing sexier out of nowhere. She's lost 50 pounds. Um, she's not paying attention to the kids as much anymore. She's on her phone constantly. Uh, maybe even the husband blatantly catches her texting a guy from work. Um, and then this guy will go to his friend and say, man, um, you know, I don't know what's going on at home. Uh, things aren't going too well. And then he'll explain what the wife is doing. Uh, and he'll go, you know, step by step on all the new developments in their relationship. And the, and the, the friend will listen to the, his friend go on and on. He'll say, dude, come on now, I'm pretty sure she's cheating on you. And the man will say, no, 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 no. You don't know my wife. No, she's way against cheating. It's got to be something else. I'm thinking like a midlife crisis or something, but cheating, no way. And that's when the husband will start making excuses for the wife. You know, No, she just works really hard. She's overstressed. And I like that she looks better and she's dressing sexier and so forth. And I think it's good that she's going out. I, I'm not some insecure asshole that's going to be just following her nonstop. I'm not going to start spying on her. I'm not going to do all of these things. That's not what a relationship is all about. That's, that's not healthy. The husband will make every excuse in the book. As long as his wife doesn't win the coveted prize of, huh, maybe she's just not cut out to be a wife after all. So even when he's presented with the most obvious evidence of wrongdoing, the man will keep changing the rules so that she retains that crown of perfection that he put on her head so many years ago. He just keeps moving the goalposts. She can't possibly be the bad person that he knows she is not. Men just love to put their wives and girlfriends at a better-than-human status that these women cannot possibly ever live up to. And this sets up the men for the worst relationship failures. Because remember this, most of the women you will encounter in life when you are single, they will not be long-term relationship material. They won't even be close to it. Most of the women that you will meet in your single life won't even be worthy of having lunch with, let alone attempting a romantic relationship. 
But again and again, and we've all seen it, men are just blinded by love and lust. It's no secret. We all know it. Right now, there are countless men nursing beers at a bar, telling their friends, Man, this girl, she was my everything. She was so perfect. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. And his friend is holding back laughter, thinking about how his buddy's dream woman was actually 40 pounds overweight, and she already had three kids by three different guys before meeting his buddy. It's usually not until the uh, uh, the fog of the depression and the, the anxiety of the divorce of the split you know, wears off that the men finally wake up and go, what was I doing with that woman? What was I thinking? We've all been there and done that. One way of looking at this is using the, uh, the dynamic of what I call the lover versus the provider when I talk about men. And just as a recap, the lover is the guy that gets to have all the fun and the sexy time with the women. And the provider is the guy that gets to play the savior and help take care of the kids. So a lot of the times the loser may be like, or excuse me, the lover may be a complete loser and he has zero long-term relationship skills, but there's just something about the guy that allows him to have a conga line of women showing up at his door just to spend a few hours of fun with him. So he's got that, what I like to call that indescribable it factor that every man wishes he had. You know, he can make all kinds of mistakes in life. He can disappoint his family. He can be in and out of jail, but the guy gets laid. And even if he is in jail, he's probably banging the female guards. We all know those type of guys. So does this lover versus provider dynamic apply to the world of women? In a way, yes. You can think of all women as lovers. They are so worshipped and so sought after by men that the men in their lives will gladly ignore all the signs that say, run for your life. It's our natural, instinctual drive to procreate and have sex with women, you know, thanks to our testosterone and all the other stuff going on in our brains, combined with this societal narrative that we have that says that all women are delicate creatures that need to be handled with care, and sometimes that means looking the other way when things go crazy. You add that plus the natural drive and our pressure to provide and protect and men put themselves in awful life positions just to be with women. It's gotten so bad to the point where I'm surprised when a relationship doesn't go south in a hurry. So, men are blinded by romance and lust. We fall for women that have a lot of red flags. We just completely ignore them, all in the name of just being able to stay and be a part of the woman's life. A lot of us feel like if we don't have a woman by our side going through life, that we are a failure. And then it doesn't work out. Enter the victim mentality. So the problem is, is that a lot of men just love to pat themselves on the back for, quote, doing the right thing in the relationship, yet still get screwed over again and again and again. So much like the modern day feminist movement, the men fall all over themselves trying to out-victim each other. You'll hear things like, it's the women. They're all hypergamy-driven, narcissistic sluts. And again, another digression. Hypergamy is the, uh, the notion or the observance that women tend to uh, date or partner with men that are across or up the social hierarchy. So in other words, a woman that is a CEO of AT&T is probably not going to date or marry the um, janitor in the company. 
Well, a guy who is a CEO of AT&T, it's not unheard of to say that he eventually marries his secretary. You get my point. That's high programming in a nutshell. So, in other words, men are very quick to say, I'm good, they're bad. And they apply that to all men and to all women. We men are good, you women are bad. But I'm going to have to say that when it comes to this scenario of the man ignoring the red flags, falling deeply in love, you know, blind love, and then he gets ends up getting screwed in the end, you know, I'm sorry guys, but it is you. And I know you don't want to hear it, because the world has fucked you over. And as far as you're concerned, it is not your fault. You were taken advantage of. Some of you even go as far as to say, it's a conspiracy against men. And that we're all better off just sticking to porn and watching football and being alone with ourselves. So how are you to blame for your life situation? Well, at the very least, you played the part of the typical love-struck man. And you covered your eyes and ears when all the red flags presented themselves. You probably went out in the dating world with your I'm a great provider suit of raw meat on. And then you're surprised when all the sharks come around for the feeding frenzy. You played the game wrong every single step of the way, and you're pissed off that you lost. Hell, you probably didn't even know there was a game actually going on. You probably bought into this whole Disney Hollywood fantasy of one true love that will conquer all with no effort, that it will just happen. You entered the game with your own set of rules, and the game, the marketplace, if you want to call it that, looked at what you did, looked at your qualities, looked at everything else and said, I don't think so. What else do you have? And now you're pissed. And that's completely understandable. A lot of you like to say something to the effect of, no one ever really taught me the truth about women. As if there's some underlying secret that is inherent to women that if we don't know, they'll just end up screwing us over. And in a way, it's true. There is an underlying secret. And the underlying secret is this. They're human beings. And boy, oh boy, are they capable of awful things. I have known some really awful men in my life. I've known some evil men. I can think off the top of my head six guys that I know who cheated on their wives. I know of men who have killed other men. Murderers. But guess what? Women, they are no different. They're human. They're capable of awfulness. They're capable of really bad stuff. I've heard it all. I've heard of women taking away the babies, accusing the men of physical and sexual abuse, stealing money, screwing the neighbor, screwing the guy's dad. I've heard it all, just like I've heard it all with men. This relationship game, it takes a whole lot of wisdom and know-how to navigate it properly. It takes what do you call street smarts. It takes book smarts. It takes some social intelligence. It takes some, quote, game. It takes some charisma. And for all those reasons, it's not for everybody, as popular culture would lead you to believe. Many of us would be better off having a series of casual, fun relationships. For a lot of you guys, it's called bachelorhood. And there's nothing wrong with that. Many of us, yes, some of you men listening, you have a great deal of personal baggage that you need to deal with before you bring a person into your life, into a serious relationship. If you ignore this reality, like most people do, and then you bring kids into this world, as most people do, you're just continuing this legacy of brokenness for future generations. Your boy is going to marry a broken woman. 
His kid will marry a broken woman. Nobody will deal with their issues. It's going to be a disaster. You need to stop blaming women. You need to stop with this MGTOW bullshit and hypergamy and everything else. Trust me, I get it. Yes, there's validity to it all. But who gives a shit? What, a woman's love is actually conditional? She's not this vision of perfection that you have created in your mind all these years? She actually has conditions to her love for you? She actually wants the best possible man that she can get? And she's willing to trade up to do it? Well, you know what? Maybe you could learn a thing or two from her. Perhaps you shouldn't settle for the first woman that shows you attention and makes you feel amazing. Perhaps you shouldn't hide behind the wall of nice guy behavior and pretend that you're doing the right thing. Perhaps you shouldn't cave in to the social pressure to settle down before you have fully matured into a complete man. Maybe being a single guy that dates around for a while is not such a bad thing after all. Who gives a shit what other people think? Are all of these people in awesome, rewarding relationships? No. So fuck them. You need to treat women with the same level of rational skepticism that you apply to the men in your life. Finding that special somebody is a one in a million chance that requires that you take your time and do it right. For all you guys out there who fell in love one month after your wife left you and you can't believe you met your soulmate so soon, wake up. Take the rose-colored glasses off. This woman is a flawed human being. You could very well destroy your world as you know it. Take your time, be careful, and while you're at it, take a deep, long look at yourself. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And again, be sure and check out the website at dadstartingover.com. Check us out on Facebook. Do a search for Dad Starting Over. We have two private groups on there. One for Dad Starting Over and the other for Men in Dead Bedrooms. And speaking of dead bedrooms, The Dead Bedroom Fix is a book that I wrote and it's available on my website for direct download. You can download in PDF format, which is excellent for your iPad to read directly on your computer. Um, you can also download audio. We have a raw MP3 audio you can download, or you can actually get the audio from a website called Awesound, which allows you to stream it online or to download it to your um, your phone for listening on your podcast app. And I've also written another book called Now What? A Guide for Men Starting Over in Life After Breakup, Infidelity, and Divorce. And uh, it is also available on the website for direct download. That, as well as A Dead Bedroom Fix, is also available on Amazon. You can download in Kindle format. You can also order the print version, which is surprisingly popular. I didn't think people read print books anymore. And you can also get it uh, basically anywhere the books are sold online. Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, you name it, you can probably find it. All I ask is if you've read the book, please leave a review online. That helps me out a great deal, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, keep the emails coming. You can send me an email via my website, dadstartingover.com. And thanks again for listening. Have a great day. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. 
Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.